Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. there everyone and welcome to another big rab show podcast how are you folks i hope you're all keeping well wherever you are in podcast land and you're tuning into this right now listening to this yeah we hope you're all keeping very safe and well yes it's been very strange times in the piping scene over this last couple of years thanks to this old pandemic nonsense and we'll talk more about that in this week's topic of the week i think uh but yes we have a raft of piping news to get through we've got a lot of stuff to cover it's been quite busy in the piping scene so yes by way of an introduction If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music or folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. Yeah, so please do share with your friends, let them know about our wee show. And uh, like I say, each and every week we try and churn out the piping goodness. Now, not only here on our podcast, but we also do have a live radio show that a lot of folks don't really seem to be aware of. You know, it's, it's kind of now that the kind of rule of thumb is that the podcast now overrides what we do on F, on actual FM radio. <laughs> Yeah, we do have an actual live radio show that we do every week here in Northern Ireland in Fuse FM Balamoney. And a lot of you may not be aware of it. So I do know a lot of you folks out there listen to the podcast every week, but you all miss our radio show on Fuse, which is a bit strange, but, you know, considering that's where we started. Now, over on Fuse FM, we play music, we read out messages, of course, we talk about all the hot topics of the week and stuff. So, yeah, our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, it's fantastic. We love doing it and have been doing it for quite a while now over there on Fuse. So, yeah, the podcast is just a baby in comparison to what we do over there on Fuse. Uh, but if you are curious at all, of course, you can tune in live every Tuesday night on Fuse FM Balamoney. You can find us uh, on the Fuse FM website, of course. Just type it in, Fuse FM Balamoney, and you'll find it. Or, of course, you can listen to via the TuneIn radio app, which is completely free. And uh, Again, just search for Fuse FM. So we're live 7 p.m. every Tuesday. And, of course, then the podcast is the following night. But... There's also a way, if you can't tune in live, we do have a catch-up service. Yeah. So for those of you who can't tune in live, we do have a catch-up service for our Fuse FM show. Uh, Yeah, you can get that via our Patreon. Yes, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. And uh, yeah, I have to give a a shout to our Patreon faithful who's really been enjoying a lot of extra content over there. And that yes, that extra content will be increasing in the coming weeks. As we get closer to a big event, <clears throat> Beer Tent, on the 14th of August. Uh, so, yeah, there's been no better time, actually, to sign up for our Patreon. Go and take advantage of it. There's tons of extra content, including our weekly catch-up of our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show. So that's where you go. Just just go over to Patreon, click on support. And, yeah, every click of support really does help us here on the show to continue doing what we're doing. Uh, but also, you get your hands on loads of extra stuff. Not just our Fuse FM catch-up, but loads more besides. 
Indeed. So be part of the Patreon faithful. Now, at this point in the show, we would normally start off with things such as listener mail and weekly drone and word of the week and all that sort of stuff. That's normally where we would kick off each podcast. That's, you know, kind of the rule of thumb by now. For those of you who have been listening for a while, you kind of know we have a bit of a format. Well, we're going to kind of mess with the format today uh, for good reason. The piping scene here in the island of Ireland have received yet more tragic news. Yeah, Rafael Ulster Scott's pipe band announced yesterday on their social media platform that drummer Derek Anthony had sadly passed away. Now, Derek was a good friend of mine, personally, and was also a good friend of uh, the rest of the guys here in the Rab Show team. And I'm sure he was very well known throughout the piping scene here in the island of Ireland. He was a member of Rafo Ulster Scott's pipe band for this last number of years. But I have played with Derek myself personally uh, with Eden Pipe Band and let me see, with the Hard Memorial as well. I played with Derek and um, yeah, such a top bloke, me and Derek, close friends. And yeah, kind of breaks my heart to see this news. And I just really want to convey my sympathies and sincerest condolences to all of the Anthony family circle, to Gemma, his partner, and all his kids. It's honestly a very sad time. Uh, so for all of Derek's friends, family, bandmates, honestly, we all want to send our sincerest condolences. Uh, Derek will be very sadly missed by all of us here in the piping scene in Ireland. Yeah, indeed. So with that Being said, we're not going to have our weekly drone this week. We're not going to have a word of the week this week because we do feel that the mood in the piping scene here is quite somber, actually, with such tragic news. So with that in mind, we will, yeah, we will trail on with the rest of the show. But uh, yeah, for those of you tuning in to listen to weekly drone, word of the week, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, unfortunately, folks, it's not happening this week, just in light of recent news. Uh, that we've yeah just heard here in the Ireland of Ireland. I have to say, this kind of pulls it into focus. We have received tragedy after tragedy in the piping scene. And I guess our message is just to cherish each other. You know, this piping scene of ours is a close-knit community. And a lot of us know each other really well. You know, and as much as this pandemic has done its best to try and disconnect us as a scene uh, from all of our fellow musicians and friends, well, I think, if anything, it's kind of brought us closer together because we all have, you know, this weird interest in this music that only us seem to like. And, uh, (laughs) you know, it's one of those things that's kind of polarized us as a community, a piping community. And, um, yeah, when events like this happen, it just really makes you take stock and just, yeah, it really makes you think that we should really cherish the time that we have, you know, tell your loved ones that you care about them. And even those ones that, you know, are in the band hall with you, you know, that might be driving you absolutely insane, playing your MSR for the 15th time that night because you keep getting that third part of the reel wrong. Maybe take some time to say, yeah. You know, you keep getting that part wrong, but you know what? I'm still enjoying playing with you, you know? So, yeah, it makes you tick stock, you know, and I don't know where I'm going with this. But I think overall, I just want to convey, you know, sincere condolences to everyone affected by this loss. And uh, Derek will be sadly missed by all of us here on The Rab Show. And, uh, yeah, guys, honestly, I know it sounds very soppy and everything, but um, 
just appreciate the time that we have, you know, and yeah, tell that bloke or woman next to you in the band that are, is doing your head in, then maybe just, yeah, give them a pat on the back and say, do you know what, you're a scumbag, but you're great anyway. <laughs> oh dear, dear, D- difficult times, difficult times in the piping scene. So, yeah, of course, we send all of our deepest sympathies to all the family, friends and bandmates, of course, from Derek. Yeah, sad times indeed. Alright, well at this point I do want to get into some listener mail, actually. We will fly on with the rest of the show. Let's get into some actual listener mail. Now we did get an email in some comments actually about my pronunciation of Waukesha. Or Waukesha. Yeah, do you remember I was talking about was it the Chicago Highland Games and that they were being held in a town called Waukesha? And then I did wonder, was I pronouncing it right or wrong? Well, Thankfully, we got an email in from a guy called Sam saying, thank you, Sam. He said, uh, dear Rab, you did pronounce Waukesha correctly. So why send an email if you're right? He says that I normally am right. So, well, there you go. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate that. It's good to know. It's also good to know when I get it wrong as well. You know, and you guys are very quick to tell me when I get it wrong. So, yeah, it's good to know I got Waukesha correct. There you go. Alright, on to my next email. I have to give a shout actually to Douglas Gardner. Douglas, how are you mate? Thank you so much for sending us in an email because he says, Dear Rab, I hope all is well. And you may well remember that I kindly advertised their online competition back in March. Now he's talking about the Eagle Piper Society. I do remember this. Yeah, when I spoke about the competition and the prize money that was available as well. Now apparently the results for this have now such been announced and the competition itself had well over a hundred plus entrants from all over the world. He goes on to say with a total price fund of a thousand quid, you know, it demanded playing requirements uh, were really quite high. And so, yeah, the prize winners really did deserve their prize, I have to say. And uh, yeah, it was just fantastic to be able to see folks lifting prizes and all that. So I'll go on to the actual list here. You guys know I love a list. So yeah, I'll just give a shout for the B grade. Uh, MSR went to Ross Miller. Uh, second was John Doe, actually, so well done. Uh, on to, was it a B-grade P-Brook as well? That went to Bobby During, yeah. And Andrew Hall, I think, was in second spot there in the P-Brook. So there you go, a well-run competition overall. Seriously, if you do want to see the full results, they are all available there on their website and stuff. I think we've shared that out in the Big Rab Show Facebook page. Uh, so, yeah, well worth looking into. And I think now some of the competitors as well have also started uploading some of their performance videos from the Eagle Piper Society uh, competition. So a lot of great piping to be enjoyed there for sure. Yeah. Now, I also have to mention in Douglas's email, he says there's been some comment recently about online competitions being ran for profit. He said that this particular competition was ran at a loss. Yeah, so for them to even break even, they may, you know, they've had to increase the entry fees from £6.50 to 16 quid. Food for thought, perhaps. Many thanks, Douglas. Now, I have to agree, we are hearing a lot of feedback now following our comments about online competitions potentially being ran for profit. Yeah, we're finding out very quickly that we're wrong. We're very wrong on that fact. A lot of online competitions are barely squeaking by or breaking even. And a lot of competitions, like this one, the Eagle Piper Society, were running at a loss. So, hey, you know, sometimes you do it just for the passion of the music. And that's certainly where the Eagle Piper Society are coming from. and Just for the playing and the sheer enjoyment of the music. And it was fantastic to see. So, there you go. Shout out to you guys there. 
at the Eagle Piper Society. A fantastic competition. It's great to see the music coming through uh, with all the YouTube clips and stuff now that are being produced. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you very much, Douglas, for your email. I really appreciate it. So, like I say, if you do want to check out the full result list and everything, it is up there now on uh, the Eagle Piper Society website. You can go and have a look at it. I'm not going to read you the full list. Hashtag list. Alrighty. Now, I also have to give a mention this week to the Atlanta Pipe Band. Now, the reason being is because the Atlanta Pipe Band actually sent us something in the mail saying, Rab, please accept this APB 50th anniversary coin in appreciation for all that you do for piping and drumming community all over the world. It is customary that the giving of a challenge coin should be given with a handshake. So, since it's not possible, the next best thing we'll just have to do. So, here's a virtual handshake. And that's regards... From Rusty Smith. There you go. Rusty, you're a legend, mate. And I actually have this coin here. There you go. I'm doing like visual things on the radio. I know. I know. Let me get it out of the packet. So if I can ding it on something. There. I dinged it on the mic stand. There's an actual like a gold coin with Atlanta Pipe Band 2020 written on it with the 50th anniversary and everything. And it's really cool. So yeah, that'll go on my display case at home. So thank you very much. It's a very kind gesture. And... uh yeah, you know, you guys don't need to send us stuff, you know, we don't do this for things like this, but yeah, when they come in, they're fantastic. So thank you very much to the Atlanta Pipe Band and to Rusty Smith for sending that in to us, very much appreciated. There you go. So 50 years on the road, actually, for Atlanta, I had no idea. 50 years, my, that, that's not to be sneezed at, so yeah, well done, guys, on that front. Hmm, and here's for another 50, indeed. Alrighty, now we did get a number of queries in uh, a couple of weeks ago actually, they're asking about our promotion with the Piper's Dojo and asking just how tailor-made is the experience. Now, I ha- I don't know, I'm going to have to go back to Andrew Douglas on this, but as far as I know and I understand is that once you get signed up for Piper Do- Piper's Dojo promotion, uh, the, blue- the-, the bagpipe freedom blueprint, <sighs> there's a lot of words to read here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you do get like a one-to-one Skype session or a Zoom call, something like that, to walk through where your current experience is and what your issues are. Also, they do talk to you to kind of figure out where you want to go with your piping. You know, is playing at the next Glenfiddich your ambition? Or is playing at your best friend's birthday party next year, is that your ambition? So depending on where you want to go with your plan, depends on how they tailor make your blueprint basically so yeah we did receive a number of questions about that so my advice is is actually just go bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo sign up doesn't cost you a penny you can have your one-to-one which is kind of like a bit of a zoom call or a skype call i'm not sure how they do it Uh, but they do contact you to kind of walk through your experience current experience and then they go from there so yeah it's up to you guys you can go and take advantage of that offer when it's there Do you know what? I think at this point I will just run the promo. Uh, That has a lot of information in it. Do you ever feel frustrated or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time, energy, money and passion, you thought you'd be further along by now. But you're struggling. Month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom. Every time they pick up their pipes... So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Piper's Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. 
For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enroll in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today. Ah, there you go. I couldn't have said it better myself. So, yeah, quite an amazing promotion that we have there. So, we do get loads of questions about it. So, yeah, that's our advice. Go and get signed up, you know. And if it's for you, great. But if not, you know, it doesn't cost you anything. It's free. So, <laughs> like I said, go along, check it out. BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. That's where all our promotions are there at the moment. So, go and check them out and get signed up and take advantage of that and get unstuck with your plan. Alrighty, let's get into some actual bagpiping news. What's been happening in the piping scene? Well, we've had a lot of announcements, competitions with results and stuff. So instead of me reading lists of results and everything, I'll just give a mention to the competition that happened. And you guys can go and check out the results themselves because there's been a lot this past week. Yeah, it seems to be that the competitive scene in the piping world is definitely ramping up. And uh, especially here in Northern Ireland, we're starting to see bands returning to practice now. And, um, yeah, it's fantastic to see, and uh, we'll get to that in this week's topic of the week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I have to say, yeah, we're going to blaze through some of these things. And, you guys, if you do want to get the full list of details of who won what, then, yeah, go and check them out at the respective sources. So, yeah, because sometimes we do get slagged off for reading hashtag lists and... Uh, yeah, we don't want to do that on this week's show. We, we kind of just want to let you know that it's happened and all the rest. So anyway, moving on, moving on, Rap. Let's get into the first news story, shall we? Well, this past week we've seen an announcement, and quite a happy announcement, from the Belfast International Tattoo. Yes, we've seen a huge announcement that we've been waiting on for months now. And yes, the directors and the producers of the Belfast International Tattoo... We're very proud to announce that the 2021 Belfast International Tattoo will be taking place in the SSE Arena in Belfast. And that's going to be happening on the 3rd and 4th of September as planned. Now, they have said that if you did purchase tickets for uh, 2020 and you didn't get, well, obviously because of this old pandemic, then they, as far as I'm aware, they will honour tickets for 2021. Yeah. So you can contact the SSE Arena box office now and they can give you all your ticket information and what to do if you do want to attend. Now, like I said, there will be, I think, three shows in total. So, yeah, uh, there'll be a 7.30 show on Friday, the 3rd, and then two shows on the Saturday. So there'll be like a 2 p.m. show and then a further one then at 8 p.m. So, yeah, I am aware of quite a lot of bands around the province who are getting ready for this event. And, uh, yeah, we are starting to see announcements of who's actually going to be appearing at that. So, yeah, as soon as we get more information on that, we'll definitely let you know. So, but you can go and check it out now. All of the announcements and ticket information stuff is all up there now on Belfast International Tattoo dot com that's going to be held in the SSE arena now that did raise some questions because currently at the moment the SSE arena in Belfast is being used for vaccinations it's like a you know a huge stadium here in Northern Ireland and it's filled every day with folks from around the province all getting their vaccines so 
this raised a lot of eyebrows thinking, well, will they be done with their vaccines on the 3rd of September to, to allow all these bands to move in and start doing their tattoo show? So we can only assume yes, because they wouldn't be able to put this announcement out if, uh, yeah, if they were still vaccinating, I suppose. So there you go. Huge announcement. It's happening, folks. Yeah, for you Belfast International Tattoo fans, it's on like Donkey Kong, and we will be there, of course. Big Rab Show. Uh, yeah, we'll be backstage hanging out with all the pipers and drummers like we always are. And uh, yeah, we're like part of the furniture there. It's like hard to get rid of it. So yeah, we'll be there. And uh, yeah, be prepared. You'll want to be signed up on Patreon to get a load of backstage videos and chat and stuff. There'll be a lot of stuff over there on Patreon about the tattoo. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. It's great to have an event on the horizon. It's going to be all sorts of fun. Now, we got a bit of a, a, a bit of a shock this past week. June 25th, we got a news story there from Fife Police Pipe Band when they announced that their pipe major, Douglas Murray, or Dougie, uh, stepping down. Yeah. Now, the band, in a statement, says, Regrettably, we announced that pipe major Douglas Murray has informed the band of his decision to step back as pipe major, but he will remain as a playing member to support the transition of leadership. Now, as far as I'm aware, according to the statement here, and I think it's correct, yes, that he has led the band since 2013 and, uh, you know, has had the band to their Decade on the Beat concert. They've also been involved in the Virginia International Tattoo uh, they've been all over the place. And guys, seriously, I'm a Fife Police fan. And whenever I heard this, I was really gutted. So, you know, because Douglas Murray has really brought the band on leaps and bounds. And Fife Police, their music selection and their approach to competition is unlike any other band in that grade. And they're so entertaining as a result. Really love Fife Police and Douglas's approach to competition. It's really been fantastic to watch. So this is a huge development for the folks at Fife Police, and uh, I wish them well in sourcing a new pipe major. Now, in a statement, Douglas himself says, Due to work and family commitments, he's decided to step back as pipe major of the band. He would like to thank the management team for all their hard work and support that they've given him over his period of time of pipe major, especially to all the rest of the band and everyone that has played alongside him over the past eight years. Yeah, so it's an end of an era, I feel, for Five Police. Now, it also goes on, they are busy in recruitment mode. So, yeah, the leadership leadership team there at Five Police are now furiously trying to source a new pipe major. So, yeah, as to who they will get to fill that role, no idea. But we'll guess we're just going to have to wait and see. So, of course, there's various other statements and stuff coming out from the actual police themselves, you know, saying, wish them every success for the future and all that. So, yeah, fantastic to read. But honestly, as a fan of Fife Police, this honestly is an end of an era. And, uh, yeah, we really wish Douglas well. And, yeah, good luck finding a new PM. You've got big boots to fill there. Uh, but, yeah, we'll certainly be following this story, you know. Uh, the guys at Five Police can produce some incredible performances. And uh, looking forward to hearing them hit the grass again. Yeah, in the near future. Indeed. So big developments there at Five Police. Yeah, would love to hear them back on the grass very, very soon. Okay, moving on to our next news story. Here locally in Northern Ireland, we are starting to see more details of the competitions that are going to be happening here in Northern Ireland. Well, namely only one competition, I suppose. We have two piping festivals that we're yet to hear full information on. Uh, one in Antrim and one in Bangor. So, yeah, we know those are in the calendar. And they're just like turn up and play 
kind of deals. But we have one actual sanctioned competition that will be happening in Cookstown. It's going to be called the Mid-Ulster Outdoor Solo Competition. And uh, for full information, you can now go to the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. And yeah, you have all your syllabus there, your playing requirements, all your gradings and such. There's tenor drumming uh, requirements. There's bass drum solos as well. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot to pack in here. There's an information pack which is six pages long. Yeah, yeah. So you got a bit of bedtime reading there. But yes, for all of that information, rather than me sit and read through it and all, it's all there, including all the details of the COVID risk assessment and all the measures that are being put in place to keep people safe. Very interesting stuff. Uh, so the closing date for your entries is what I want to talk about. It's 17th of July. So you have a wee bit of time, but not much. So yeah, like I said... If you are interested in competing this year, even in a solo capacity, this is your one chance for the folks here in Northern Ireland uh, because you're only getting one competition event that's sanctioned by our branch. So there you go, rspbani.org for all your full information to find out about the Mid-Ulster Outdoor Solos. So that's, yeah, there's a lot to pack in there and I'm not going to sit and read all six pages to you. Yeah, suffice to say, go along to the website and uh, yeah, draw your own conclusions. Oh, where's my thing? There you go. Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> now, I have to give a little bit of a mention to piping and drumming in Australia. Now, things down under have really been ramping up this last while. There's been quite a number of quite exciting opportunities, and one of which is the Australian Army Band. They are actively recruiting pipers and drummers uh, with the attractive prospect of being paid to play bagpipes or drum, for that matter. So the advertisement goes as such, are you interested in learning the pipes or drums? Then the Australian Army Band wants to hear from you. Perhaps you already play or you're looking for a part-time role that will give you opportunities to represent your country and the Australian Army whilst performing in a military pipe band. Yeah, now that sounds all sorts of awesome. Now, Like we said, we have had many different people who have had experience with piping in the military here in the UK. Uh, so, yeah, it's great to see that also it's available internationally as well. So, this, uh, I think, initial shout-out goes out to all Perth musicians. Uh, so, if you're in the Perth area of sunny Australia, then this may well be one for you to check out. But, uh, yeah, for more information, of course, you can go check out all the social media and that for, yeah, the Australian Army. Plus, we've shared out the links and stuff where you can actually go and apply. There you are. So, if you are interested, that's quite an awesome opportunity for you. Indeed. Now, also, there was a competition this past weekend. Yeah, the Mandara and Peel Pipe Band competition happened this past weekend. And, uh, yeah, Mandara themselves actually competed and done quite well. Shout out to Wapol as well, who were there. Put on a little bit of a showcase as well, performing and stuff, and uh, sounded really quite fantastic. So, shout out to Wapol. You guys sounded amazing. And, uh, yeah, judging by the size of the crowd and the conditions, it seemed to be quite an amazing event. So, yeah, shout out to you guys. What an awesome competition. Of course, if you want to see all the information of who won what and everything, again, like I said, (laughs) you can go and check it all out on social media where the winners have been announced and published and such. So, there you are. So, just shout out to you guys down under. Quite an awesome competition there. Fantastic stuff. All right. 
I have to give a big plug this week. I know we've already mentioned the Piper's Dojo and such, but Finding Bagpipe Freedom by Andrew Douglas is out this weekend. Yes, July 4th, just around the corner. Uh, That is the release date for Andrew's brand new book. Uh, So if you haven't actually pre-ordered it yet then you're missing a trick because, yeah, you'll get a signed copy. Plus, you'll get access to the audiobook version as well. So then after release date on the 4th of July, then you miss all of those pre-order perks. So, yeah, go and get your order in. Seriously, this book will... Even if you're a drummer, I suppose, you'll definitely get something from this, you know? Uh, So, yeah, thankfully, I have a copy, and it's quite an interesting read for sure. Uh, So, yeah, go and check it out. So, yeah, the links and everything are up on thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. There's a link on there where you can go and get a copy of the book and get your pre-orders in, all that stuff. But, yeah, just wanted to give a brief mention. Finding Bagpack Freedom is released this weekend. And, uh, yeah, go and get your pre-orders in. Or, depending on when you're listening to this, it may already be out. Yeah. Okay, I have to give a mention to... Callum McCrimmon. Yes, Bagpiper, of course, with Braybrack, but also Bagpiper with Trist. Yes, now you guys know I'm a huge Trist fan. Well, he uploaded a little clip of uh, him hanging out at the piping centre with such folk as Patsy Reed, Ross Ainsley, and Finlay MacDonald. Yeah, they were all sitting around a table and um, <clears throat> they've been learning some new music. <laughs> Yeah, you get to see the guys all sitting around the table with sheet music and such, doing their best and to learn these new tunes. And uh, yeah, apparently all will be unveiled at Pipe and Live in August. So that's what they're working towards. But uh, yeah, shout out to Callum for uploading this little tiny sneak peek clip. And even though they're on practice chanters, you can tell that it's Trist and it's going to sound epic so i'm really looking forward to this actually yeah i'll definitely be tuning into trist at pipe and live this year if anything pipe and live have been churning out the announcements there's been quite a number of uh gig announcements release book releases things like that there's been quite a number of releases on that front uh so the guys at pipe and live really starting to ramp up uh you know their announcements plus their advertising as well they've been telling people Go and get your early bird tickets when they're still available. And we would echo that. So, yeah, please get their early bird tickets for the entire week. It's 50 quid. Yes, I know it's expensive. 50 pounds a lot of money. But when you consider the amount of piping and drumming that you'll get for your money, seriously, it's like a fiver a day or something like that. So, yeah, if you plan to tune in online, like me, for the Pipe and Life Festival, then definitely go and purchase your ticket you won't regret it help support the festival and uh yeah you're going to get all sorts of incredible piping and drumming and yeah we're going to talk about a little bit of an event coming up shortly in piping live we'll get to that okay now last week i give a shout to the hawthorne pipe bands where they've had to reschedule their legacy concert that was going to be happening as part of the melbourne tartan festival well as soon as i mentioned it on last week's podcast uh yeah it's now sold out (laughs) as soon as i mention it all the tickets are gone so i was telling folks go and grab tickets for this because it will sell out well it has it's sold out so yeah for folks asking for information about the concert and stuff sorry guys you're out of time the hawthorne pipe band will be on stage as part of the melbourne tartan festival on the 30th of october And, yeah, tickets are gone. So shout out to the guys at Hawthorne. Really looking forward to that. And I really do hope that we will see some kind of content from this online. So be it a little video clip, a photograph, 
anything that we would, we would really look forward to hearing anything from this concert. So, yeah, looking forward to October for that. 30th of October, Hawthorne Pipe Band and their Legacy concert. Yeah. All right, now, I did say that there was competitions that took place to have announcements with results and stuff. Let's give an honourable mention to some of them. Okay, the Scottish Pipers Association professional results and all the rest of the results from their competition were announced. And, uh, yeah, they have a YouTube clip, actually, a YouTube video of them actually reading the results. Uh, So go and check it out. All the details and the winners have all been published there of the Scottish Pipers Association. So, yeah, I just want to give you all a big shout-out and a huge congratulations. Go on, everyone! Yeah, there's too many of you to mention, and like I said, I'm not going to be reading out a hashtag list this week. Sorry, folks, uh, but yeah, that <laughs> shout out to everyone there at the Scottish Pipers Association, and congratulations to all of the prize winners. Well deserved. Also, to the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast, the solo results from their piping end of things were announced this past weekend. Eventually, uh, I think they did have a number of technical issues and availability issues, things like that, uh, that kind of snared things up for them. And the announcement of the results was actually delayed as a result. But we do have the piping results. I think we are still waiting on the drumming results, though. Uh, so I'm not certain about that. But again, the guys at the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast, they actually talked about the difficulties in running an online competition on their last podcast. Yeah, go and check out the latest episode of the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast. Really quite fascinating conversation. You get to hear a little bit of the behind the scenes kind of goings on at organizing a competition such as this and the challenges and difficulties that these guys face. Yeah, sometimes you really can't appreciate just the amount of work that would go into something like that. So, yeah, just managing to hear just how stressed out they all are about this. (laughs) It's reassuring, you know. Uh, So especially when we're coming up with an event called the Beer Tent in August. Did I mention it? Uh, Yeah, I'm not stressed at all. Um, uh, But yeah, shout out to the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast, guys. Uh, Yeah, quite an incredible competition, as always. And congratulations to all of our prize winners. And uh, yeah, I think we are still waiting on the drumming results, actually. I'll have to have a look at that. But um, yeah, of course, as soon as we get the results for all of that, we will publish it all on our social media, as always. Yeah. All right. I have to give an honourable mention this week to the Celtic and folk music scene, which sometimes I don't talk too much about, but I do love having a bit of a focus on it. Well, you guys know that here in the, well, in the UK, and I suppose in Europe in general, we are in the middle of a huge soccer tournament, well, called the Euros, affectionately. Now, I did mention this on a previous podcast where they're using Glasgow Green as a fan zone. For football fans, where there's a huge big stage set up with a massive big screen where you could sit down at, uh, you know, picnic tables and enjoy the game. Well, there hasn't been too much football happening at it, you know, but the stage is still there and the big screen is still there. And instead, musicians are taking advantage of it. Yeah, and the guys at Celtic Connections have actually presented a number of shows yeah, indeed. Now, in recent days, the of course, the powerhouse that is Braybrack were on stage and we're also waiting uh, for sets. Well, I think I've actually, that might have happened by now. The Canaris Quartet and Tidelines have performed as well. I think we're also waiting on a set from Rora. I think Rora's concert's actually coming up in the, in the next few days. Uh, we have bands such as the Tumbling Souls, Farah, Nightworks. We also have, uh, I think the Red Hot Chilies are going to be doing a show there as well. So, yeah, for full information, of course, you can go and check it all out on, uh, yeah, 
I think it's all up there on the what was it Celtic Connections website and all the rest. Yeah, indeed. Uh, also, there's an upcoming gig called the Heb Kelt, the Survival Sessions. If you want full information on that, go and have a look at their, their social media. They're announcing gigs and stuff as well, and again, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So, yeah, fascinating stuff. To, great to see so many gigs actually happening now. Uh, so, yeah. For more information on the Hebkelt Survivor Sessions and, of course, everything that's happening at the Fan Zone at Glasgow Green, uh, go and have a look at the Celtic Connections website where they have links on there. But I don't know if it's ticketed or not. I'm not sure. Um, so, mm, I might need to look into that. So, yeah, my research isn't exactly thorough on that regard. But, um, yeah, go and check it out. Celtic Connections is the website where you can get all of your ticketing information and such if you want to go and see some upcoming gigs. Now, the setup itself is really quite fascinating, the way they have everyone socially distanced sitting at picnic tables. And, uh, you know, you sit down and people come and serve you beer and such. So, yeah, you know, sit down, enjoy a pint, and have some blistering tunes played on stage. So, really, yeah, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Alrighty, moving on to our next news story. I have to give a mention, an honourable mention, of course, to Kyle Howey. Kyle, how are you, pal? Kyle has had a bit of a rubbish week. Now, for those of you who follow Kyle, of course, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, Kyle published a video on his YouTube channel this past week entitled Every Musician's Worst Nightmare. (laughs) I felt so bad for poor Kyle. Yeah, go and watch the video. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but Kyle did experience possibly... Every musician's worst nightmare. Kyle was so excited to be getting back to gigging and playing again. And something happens. And I'm not going to spoil it. But go along. Check Kyle Howe's YouTube channel. Especially his last video. uh, Every musician's worst nightmare. And uh, yeah, I have to agree, Kyle. My every sympathy to you, mate. We hope that you're keeping well after such a terrible day. Uh, Every musician's worst nightmare, I think, would be bang on. Bang on correct. Okay, now I did say that there were a couple of opportunities available down under. Uh, I have to say, shout out to the guys in New Zealand. Now, this is not anything to do with sunny Australia, so don't get it twisted. But the Southland Piping and Drumming Development Trust are operating out of Invercargill. And Invercargill Pipe Band are looking for people who are interested in taking up the role of drummer. Yeah. Now, the role will... I think it's actually a lead tipper, I think, for that matter. Yeah. It is, it is. See, this is stuff that Rob got wrong. Yeah, they're looking for a principal instructor, a drumming tutor that will help tutor the band as well as solo musicians. Now, the position itself will be working alongside the SPDDT principal of piping, Mr. Alistair Mackenzie. Yeah, you guys know Alistair quite well. Uh, So recruiting of new students and promotion of drumming will be an essential part of the role, as well as one-to-one and group session tutoring in both junior and high schools and also after-school activities as well. So you'll be responsible for creating a vibrant local solo drumming scene. You'll also be playing a mentor role within the city of Invercargill Highland Pipe Band. And yes, Drum corps tuition and leadership mentoring experience is essential. Now, the band do have plans here. It does mention it in the job advertisement about traveling to Glasgow for competitions, including the world's drumming solos. So, there you are, folks. 
If you are interested, you can go along and check out Invercargill's social media where they've published all of the details on that. Closing details for this opportunity, 23rd of July. So there you are. So full information, it's all available there on Invercargill's website and their social media, but I just wanted to draw your attention to it. So yeah, this could be quite a unique role for someone even here in the UK to fill the boots and travel out there to New Zealand and teach drumming full time. You know, and get paid to play. And uh, it's great to see such opportunities being available in Australia and New Zealand and giving folks this opportunity. It's really, yeah, it's fantastic. So long may it continue. Now, I have to give a mention this week again to the Vale of Athol Pipe Band. Vale of Athol! Yeah, the Vale of Athol Pipe Band are continuing to churn out the goodness. Uh, so, yeah, they had a bit of a news story published on their website saying that youth tuition paving the way for 2021. The Vale of Athol Pipe Band are delighted to be able to announce the launch of their brand new Novice Juvenile Band, which held its first practice on the 22nd of June. So, of course, under, under the direction of Principal Instructor Gary Nemo, the band is brand new and created and i tell you what i cannot wait to hear it it's i just i cannot wait man i'm a massive fan of the veil you guys know that mentioned it before in the show so yeah just seeing that the incredible work that gary nimble will be doing with these kids and the creation of this brand new band it's just going to be very very exciting so the veil of Athol now comprise of three different bands with a grade 3a band of course with mark stewart at the helm Uh, you also have the grade 4 band of course and now we have this novice juvenile band as well this is all sorts of exciting so yeah apparently there's 15 members already in the bands i think they are still open for anyone though who want to have the opportunity to perform and learn and progress so there you are for more information you can contact gary directly which is gary.nemo at theveil.org so very exciting development there to see things at the Vale of athol really progressing well on the tuition front there you are a brand new novice juvenile band from the Vale. Very exciting times. So you may well think, you know, with this pandemic and all that carry on that, uh, you know, bands are struggling and stuff. And I'm sure we'll get to that in this week's topic. But yeah, as we can see, bands are really starting to thrive in certain areas. Indeed. Yeah. Swiftly moving on. Now, we're talking about new appointments and such. I have to give a mention this week to Carnegie Mellon University. Yeah. Now, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, United States, of course, this is an opportunity for a part-time position, 20 hours a week, uh, for 10 months out of the year. They are looking for a drumming instructor, specifically a pipe band drumming instructor. So, apparently, they will work closely with the professor, Andrew Carlyle, good mate of the show, who's the director of the Carnegie Mellon Pipes and Drums. And this is all to help elevate the stature of the team and the band itself and hopefully become an award, a further award-winning pipe band. Now, a spokesperson for the university had said, while this is not a full-time position, it would provide a solid 20 hours per week, a base salary for a drummer seeking to supplement this position by teaching additional private lessons outside of Carnegie Mellon. So, yeah, apparently this will be held both in person and online. It'll be a combination of the two. And, uh, yeah, what an amazing opportunity to be able to travel over there to Pennsylvania and, uh, yeah, teach pipe band snare drumming. And, yes, it's part-time. But like the, the statement said, that you can, you know, teach wee jobs on the side with all sorts of private lessons and that. So, yeah, fantastic stuff. If you do fancy working alongside... <laughs> working alongside Andrew Carlyle, good friend of the show. The reason I'm laughing is because I remember his answer to his favourite cheese. Uh, there you go. 
So, yeah, if you do fancy ticking up the roll there, Carnegie Mellon, they are advertising now at the moment for a brand new snare drum teacher. There you are. So, as far as deadlines and such, I'm not aware of it, but you can go and check out their website and that for full information and details on how to apply and the requirements and such. And Yeah, they're all up there on the website. There you go. Alrighty, swiftly moving on. Now, I have to give a very honourable mention this week to the guys at the National Piping Centre. Now, the reason I'm giving them a shout this week is because those of you who are on TikTok uh, may be aware that the National Piping Centre now have a TikTok account. Yeah, so for those of you who are sick of dancing videos or memes and stuff like that and you want some piping action on there, well, first of all, go and follow The Big Rab Show on TikTok. Why aren't you? You should be following us already on TikTok, of course. Uh, But yes, you can also now go and follow the National Piping Centre. And they've been uploading quite a lot of real clever content over there on TikTok, so quite enjoyable. So go and check that out. Yep, full information, of course, available on the National Piping Centre website with links and everything. Uh, But you can just type it into a search engine. You'll find it. You'll find it indeed. There you go. All right. Now, I wanted to give uh, a huge shout this week, actually, to the World Online Piping and Drumming Championships. Yes, they have just announced that their summer 2021 competition is now open for entries. Yeah. Deadlines for registrations is July 21st. And for more information, go to bagpipelessons.com forward slash competition. Now, like I said, registration dates close on July 21st, but you will have until August the 11th to get your video in for your respective grade. So for more information, of course, like I said, check out the website. Uh, But registrations are now open for the summer edition of the World Online Piping and Drumming Championships. Now, it is a little confusing with the seasonal thing, you know, spring, summer, autumn, winter. Uh, you know, we did expect it really about one run once in the year, but here we are. It's now running for each season. So the summer edition is available now, and uh, hopefully it's not too confusing for folks, but you can go and sign up. Uh, all the details are available on the website, including all your gradings and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, fascinating stuff. Moving on very quickly, uh, shout to Tucson. Yeah, Tucson Celtic Festival and Highland Games are scheduled to happen in November 5th to 7th. Yeah, so this will all be held at Rilato Raceway Park in Tucson, Arizona. Now, like I don't know, Tucson for me, I've always envisaged it as being like a bit of a desert place. I don't know, Tucson for me... I don't know, this is probably stuff that Rab got wrong, but as far as I'm aware, it's a very, you know, very dry climate and a very deserty base kind of thing. So, yeah, I'd be really interested to see how this goes. Now, I do know that Tucson have a number of pipe bands, actually, that play. Uh, so, yeah, no doubt the piping and drumming scene will be well represented at this festival and Highland Games. So, yeah, really looking forward to this and hoping that will be some sort of content from this online so we can enjoy it, of course here internationally so for more information of course just type it into your search engine tucson celtic festival and you'll find it so this is the 35th one actually so it's been running for a while so there you go that's all happening november 5th to 7th all sorts of awesome looking forward to that oh i did mention aurora earlier in the piping news and, uh, yeah, the guys at Rora put out a little teaser saying that now they're managing to gather together again in the wake of the pandemic. And uh, they are now working on something. Hmm. And apparently they're working alongside Ross Ainsley. Uh, so the guys at Rora, I am hoping on hope that we're talking a new album here. 
Don't know. They've just called it a new special project with Ross Ainsley. Hmm. So I'm I'm hoping for the best. <laughs> really hoping for the best. So there you are. Shout out to the guys at Rora. Uh, for those of you who managed to listen to that podcast where we chatted to one of the guys from the band. Uh, yeah, you're going to want to have a look at that. Uh, very exciting times to be a fan of Rora. Indeed. Okay, so there you go. Also, I did mention that there was other shows from Piping Live that we were going to talk about. And yes, just today, actually, there was a huge announcement from the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland saying that they will be hitting the stage as part of Piping Live with a pre-recorded show on the 14th of August. And man, I am so excited for this, just to hear a band again. So yeah, this will all be taking place as part of the Pipe and Live Festival. So whenever you get your early bird ticket, you'll get access to this. The full pre-recorded concert will be broadcast online on the 14th. Uh, man, I'm so excited for this. For full information, of course, go to pipeandlive.co.uk. But yeah, to be able to hear the National Youth Pipe Band again, Man, it's been too long. And of course, what makes it equally interesting is because this will now all be under their brand new director, Mr. Stephen Blake. So this could be an all new band that we haven't heard before in a new musical direction. So it's going to be fascinating. So yeah, for us piping fans, this is one show you're not going to want to miss, of course. So the National Youth Pipe Band, 14th of August as part of Piping Live. Go and grab your tickets now, pipinglive.co.uk. You'll not regret it. You'll not regret it. Alrighty. Well, guys, that's it for the piping news. I'm sure there's a raft of other stuff that I just haven't captured and all the rest. And again, apologies. If there is stuff that we do happen to miss or we didn't give someone a particular shout or anything like that, then do get in contact with us. As always, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Our email address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Or even if there's any of the stories that we've talked about and you would like more information on, then give us a shout and we'll do our best to try and help you. Alrighty. Well, guys, you've guessed it. It's that time of the week. It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits, and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range, Launched in August 2019 with innovative features, developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gallic-themed kilts and uniforms 
to R.G. Hardy and Henderson Bagpipes. LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With R.G. Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McClellan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And as much as bands are heading back to practice around the province here in Northern Ireland, but also around the rest of the UK, we do know that a lot of folks out there are really yeah, struggling with getting back to practice and actually rebuilding their respective bands. We will talk more about that in future Big Rab shows. We've had a number of requests, actually, uh, from folks to talk about things such as motivation and things like that, how to get out the door and actually go to practice. But kind of this is kind of came across by a number of uh, suggestions by you guys out there, but also by, yeah, recommendation of one of the Big Rab Show team, actually, to talk about this. So, yeah, first of all, yeah, you've clicked on this week's episode because of the title... Of course, what makes a good band member and all of that kind of stuff. So, how to be a good band member. Now, the reason why we want to talk about this is because we do know a lot of folks out there are now finding themselves to be band members again. After about a year, 15, 18 months, something like that, without actually having a band to go to. And now suddenly, oh yeah, I used to be a member of that band. And now suddenly, you're a member again. And you may not remember how to be a member. Does that make sense? It probably doesn't. Uh, So we're going to talk about what makes a good player, a good band member. Now, we're not talking about musical ability here. That is aside from everything else that we're going to talk about here. What we are going to be talking about is what actually makes a good member of your band. What do you expect as a member of a band for you to contribute to the overall team of the band itself? Now... I have to say, before we get into the topic and start reading through our requirements to be a good band member, we are not going to be talking about roles of responsibility within a band. Now, there's quite a lot of them. There can be any amount of different roles, like band manager, there's like a PR agent for some bands, there's also a social media manager, we're talking a treasurer, a secretary, uh, all sorts of honorary roles that people can get put into, uniform officer, M&D, all that kind of, you know. There's so many roles within a pipe band. We're not talking about specific job roles yet, but we will be talking about specific job roles in future podcasts. We do want to open the doors to you guys and ask your opinions on them. What do you think makes a good pipe major? Yeah, that's the question we want you guys to answer. Plus, we asked the question as well, what makes a good lead drummer? (laughs) now the reason why we're asking these two questions separately is because yes they are two roles of leadership within a pipe band but they're two very different roles 
of leadership within a pipe band. And two can have the two roles have different approaches to the one collective, you know, aim, I suppose, to have a cracking performance. So, yeah, quite an interesting question, and we would pose it to you guys, the listening folk of the Big Rab Show. We want to know your opinions on that. Uh, yeah, on roles of responsibility. What makes a good pipe major and what makes a good lead tipper? We do want to know your opinions on those job roles, and we'll bring that to a future episode of the pod. Now, let's get into it. Now, of course, we did mention it. By way of precursor, we're not talking about musical ability here. Of course, we want every member of our band to be amazing musicians. We want them to be able to play well and perform well and play all of their stuff correctly without any errors and have blistering performances each and every time. Now, musical ability aside, there are some actual personality traits and things that we believe would make you a good band member. And we do think that People kind of need reminded of this from time to time. I think we may have talked about this on a previous Big Rab Show podcast, but uh, yeah, we kind of glossed over some of the subject area, so we will go back in depth into some of them here now. So, (laughs) the first thing on our list of requirements, especially now in the wake of a pandemic, what would make a good band member? Well, top of the pile is to be there. Actually attend. Yes, that's top of the pile. What would make a good band member? Actually attending. Attending your practices, your gigs, your competitions. Things like that. Things that the band need their membership there for. You know what I mean? So yes, you joined the band for a reason. And yes, I understand. Practicing two nights a week in a competition every Saturday can be a lot. And for some people... Attending during all of those practices and competitions and such can be very difficult. Life does get in the way. You know, we have jobs, we have, you know, significant others, we have kids, we have all sorts of other demands that pull us away from our our hobby, which is piping and drumming. So, yeah, it's something that we actively have to work on. But I do feel I need to remind people, uh, bands especially at the moment, like I said, are in rebuilding mode at the moment and are doing what they can to get back on their feet again. And they're not accomplishing that by having their membership relinquishing at home than staying at home so if you can that's the big precursor if you can be there exactly (laughs) now i am aware of a lot of members out there of bands and such that are just not bothering and with no real reason other than you know i've kind of got used to sitting in the house and watching netflix now and i just can't be bothered but i have to tell you you lifted that instrument in the first place for a reason you lifted it because you loved it and that's something special and believe it or not if you haven't lifted that instrument in forever then do me a favor go and lift that practice chanter go and lift that pair of sticks and After 10-15 minutes of playing, farting about, you will suddenly realise, do you know, this is fun, I remember really enjoying this. Do you know what I mean? And you'll suddenly think, well, do you know, I've played a few sets there, I can play a few more tunes here, you know. And before you know it, you've got half an hour's practice done, nearly even an hour, and then, you know, you're thinking, well, do you know, it'd be good to get back in the old band again. So... Yeah, that brings us to our first point, is be there. If you can be there, 
be there if you can. There you are. Moving on to our next point then, if you are going to be there and you are attending a practice or a rehearsal for that matter, then you need to be ready. Now, this is a huge thing. Now, we actually had a couple of emails and even a couple of weekly drones talking about this, where folks are arriving at band practices now where their maintenance is absolutely shocking. In fact, there's no maintenance been done at all. Now, I'm talking to you pipers out there. You know, have you checked your water trap recently? Are your drones sufficiently lapped or watertight and everything? What state are those reeds in? If you're going to start blowing, are, are they actually going to make a noise? You know, <laughs> I'm not even talking about getting them calibrated and stuff. But yes, be ready. Now, as far as learning your actual material and stuff, yes, we understand that a good majority of that learning should be done at home. Sometimes a little bit of learning can be done at practice when someone notices that you're playing a bar or bar or two wrong, saying, look, yeah, you're throwing in extra grace notes here, or, you know, that's not a throw and D, that's something else, or, do you know what I mean? So th- little things like that, and even for drummers as well, you know, ah, that's not a flam five in there, it's actually a flamadiddle, things like that, where we correct things whenever we notice it happening in person. So a little bit of learning does happen. So that's to be expected at practice, I guess. But what I'm talking about here is overall maintenance and actually standing, being ready for practice. And not kind of, oh, God, I can't get this into the stock. What's going on? Or, you know, oh, my drum's got a flat head, you know, <laughs> or my sticks are broke, or I have no drum harness. You know, all the screws came off it and they don't sit on my shoulders anymore. Maintenance, being ready. There's no point of turning up to a rehearsal or band practice and just not having your stuff together, you know, and not being able to lift your instrument and play it. Yeah, honestly, I think it's all part and parcel of being a good member of a band is actually being there prepared and ready to play. And that plays a huge role. And as a result, it does mean you have to do your homework. You have to do a little bit of maintenance at home. Make sure all your stuff is working, that it's ready to go if you pull that out of the box is it actually going to make a noise you know or do you have sticks with no cracks in them or you have drum heads that actually aren't popped you know what i mean so yeah be ready is the next thing we think would make you a good pipe band member in these current times also the next thing that brings us on to is actual attendance at band practice is that we want you guys as members of pipe bands to be active now, what do I mean by that? I do know a lot of folks out there, and this has been my experience from throughout the years. I know a lot of guys, and gals for that matter, that go to band practice and just phone it in. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Where they just go through the motions without any thought. You know, they just click into autopilot, right? Let's play some 6 eights, boys. Ah, here we go. Na-na-na-na-na. All right, we're playing the first half of the medley. Here it goes. And then we're playing the slow air in the last half. Here you go. All right, the concert's at. No bar. Here you go. You get the idea. There's zero thought being put into the performance. They're just going through the motions. And all the way through, their pipe major, their lead tipper could be screaming at you. For God's sake, play it right. <laughs> you know, you're not emphasizing that bar correctly. You're completely skipping the beat. What's going to, you know, screaming, yelling, ripping their hair out. Meanwhile, you can tell with that person, that band member, that the lights are on and no one's home. <laughs> you know, all this information is getting flung at them and they're just, 
there's no one there. Static. You know what I mean? I have seen it firsthand. I've seen it with members of my own drum corps. You know, that you're shouting at them saying, Come on, what are you doing? You know what part we're playing? Uh, no, just nothing. Absolute nothing. Just blank stare, you know. And you know, rightly, that person's head is in a completely different place. Probably thinking about the football result that night or, you know, I don't know, something happened at work or something. Uh, I don't know. There could be any amount of different distractions that pull you away from actually being active in your band's practice or rehearsal. And, uh, yeah, especially even now with the pandemic and everything and some practices being happening online over Zoom, it's all too easy just to switch the camera off or hit mute and stuff and then just watch the telly for a bit, you know? Not actively being engaged in your rehearsal and, you know, actually, I don't know, potentially learning something or catching some piece of information that could be really invaluable to you or your playing. So we think that's a very important part is actually being active in your practice, actively listening to the folks around you as well as listening to the leadership. What do they have to say about the performance or what they're hearing, what they want you to do? Is there any particular things on tuning that they want you to look at? You know, perhaps it's blowing. It could be, I don't know, your setup maybe, any amount of different things. Even from a drumming perspective as well, a lot of work gets done on dynamics and phrasing and things like that. And even small comments from your lead tippers thinking, you know, we're pushing here, lads, we need to hold it back a bit. Or, you know, we need a bit more rise in this part here or a little more fall. Little comments mean a great deal. You know, rather than having to get a, you know, a, a what do you call it, a blackboard and chalk and like and stand in front of the classroom and say, right, class, this is where we're going wrong and write it all out for you. Sometimes just little comments while standing in the line or standing in the circle saying, you know, we could pull that bar and phrase it different or we can, you know what I mean? Pay attention. Be active in your practice. Don't be passive and just kind of phone it in. It's like, ah, I know all my material. I don't make any mistakes. And I'll just, here you go. There's another reel for you. Da-da-da. Right, end of the jig. Okay, here you go. Two parts. Grand. No. Think about what you're doing. Listen to the folks around you and be active. All right. Now... Possibly, this is a huge personality trait, and some would be better at it than others, but the next thing that we believe would make you a good band member would be honesty. Be honest. (laughs) Be honest with yourself and be honest with your fellow bandmates. I can count so many times where I have been at a band practice and I have made a huge big bloop in the middle of a set and... The set finishes and the lead tipper looks round. Who was it? And everyone looks stony-faced going, uh, you know what I mean? And who's going to be the guy to be honest enough to lift their hand and say, it was me. I did it. I screwed up. I'm the one that threw that, you know, the wrong movement in or something. And even the same could be said for Pipers as well. There's always that little awkward pause after you finish the set. And it finishes... And then everyone just looks at each other. And specifically, everyone looks at the pipe major. And the pipe major says, uh, right, well, um, and there's that silence, you know, where everyone draws breath. And you can see some pipers actually, I don't know how to best describe it. You see them, 
the shoulders start to rise and uh, their butt clenches as if I say, oh, here he comes, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna start shaking his fist at me. But yeah, be honest. Be the first person to the race and say, hi, look, see that big bloop that happened there? That was me. That, yeah, me, hello, I'm the guy, I did it. Or even, I don't know if you want to be the person to point out someone else's faults. Don't be that guy. <laughs> I've seen that happen and nearly come to fist fight sometimes in practice going, I see you over there, you're blowing shocking. What's going on? Is that thing hooked up to a hoover? So... <laughs> don't be that person but yeah be honest with your own performance if you think you have a good set then say so you know that no i got through that i thought it was okay now your lead tipper might say all otherwise uh but yeah be humble and honest about your own performance and your plan always be critical about things that you can always do better it's one thing that i've learned uh, over the years from doing this podcast and talking to some of the top brass in the piping scene some of the big names they're all incredibly humble about their own plan. They always talk about how they've never had the perfect performance and how there's always something that they can work on. You know, even some of the big names, like, you know, we've talked to them. Stuart Little, Richard Parks, Jim Kilpatrick. We've talked to some huge names here on the show and they've all said the same, that they've never had the perfect performance and that there's always something that they could work on. Uh, no matter what the recording is, no matter what the performance you've listened to, there's always something for them to work on. And that's what we're talking about here with being the perfect band member, is being critical of your own playing and being honest about it. You know, and that's, for some folks that can be really difficult to do, you know, because some folks are brimming with confidence and saying, ah, everything I play is amazing. Well... <laughs> I'm here to tell you, you know, we're not all playing at a Glenfiddich level, you know, we're not all ready to stand next to Wally McCallum and say, hi, come on, lad, come on, Wally, what are you doing, lad, come on. (laughs) So, yeah, be honest with yourself and your fellow bandmates and let them know if you're playing isn't up to scratch or if you're having problems and such because then they can help and that's one of the biggest things uh as one of my well when i whenever i was lead tipper i used to love it when drummers would come to me and say hey rob see that second part in that march i really can't get that so can you know can you help me and that was like a bar of gold to me yes no problem let's sit down we'll work our way through the second part you know and that's how things would work in the band scene that you know we would woodshop things like that but if you don't know that something's going wrong then how are you supposed to know do you know if band player if band members don't actually come to you and say hey look let's see that third part there in that reel i just can't get that run can you get can you get that bar over for me and you know we'll go over it yeah that's what your leadership's there for let them know that things are happening that they're not going according to plan so they can manage it and mitigate it and try and help you it's exactly what they're there for so that, that last point really on our list is be honest. And uh, also, if you can't attend a band practice or you can't go to a gig or a competition, then again, be honest. Let your management know that you're experiencing difficulty outside of bands. Look, it's either a work thing, a family thing or whatever would pull you away from a band event. Just let them know well in advance. Don't wait until five minutes before the band's about to go on and you're like, ah, I'm not going to make it. You know, be honest right from the outset and say, no, look, that weekend I've got something on. I have a, a you know, a kid's soccer game or something or, you know, something on that will pull you away from the band's events that you need to attend. Just be honest 
you know, don't keep it under your hats and think, oh, you know, I'll not say anything. I don't want to get yelled at. And then the band will go ahead with the booking and then they'll turn up to the gig and then realize there's only three people in the band. And where's everybody else? There's the pipe major, the bass drummer and the lead tipper. And where's everybody else? (laughs) So be honest and open in your communication is so important to be a good band member. Now, I have drawn from my experience as a band member myself and as a lead tipper in my time. And yeah, my opinion, my lead drummer opinion is my favorite ever band member is the band member that you can rely on. The one who is always there. The one who is always ready. That person who is always active at practice. Actively working on their plan. And they're painfully honest. They would tell you what they think about something. So if I was to ask them, what do you think about the music in this particular you know, tune? Do you like the score? Do you think we should change it? You know, what are your thoughts? We did speak to a good number of folks out of Inverary following their second World Championship win and we did talk to them about their process about putting together a performance. And Stephen McWhorter himself said that a World Championship performance from Inverary isn't finished. You know, the actual music isn't set in stone until they step on the line. You know, band members are constantly contributing ideas to the performance and it's always being tweaked and changed and improved. And that's all not just from Stephen's own brain as part of the lead tipper of Inverary, but from the entire drum corps. Stephen Crichton talks about this process as well with his time as lead drummer of St. Lawrence when he talks about, you know, all the contributing members of the drum corps as a whole all provide ideas for their music interpretation and stuff. And... uh yeah it's fascinating to hear this and it does involve being open and honest and that's been my experience as well as a lead tipper my favorite member of any core any band is the one who's there who's ready who's actively working and who's painfully honest (laughs) goes a long way now like i said all of this does not take account of musical ability clearly musical ability will help being a cool active member and a good member of a band for that matter you don't want to be the weak link in the chain so again that needs means that you have to do your homework you're working at home you're practicing your wood shopping as i like to call it and uh, yeah being ready for practice turning up prepared practiced well knowledgeable about your content and all of that and rather than playing catch up with everybody else so don't be the weak link in the chain yeah there you go all right guys i hope you've enjoyed this week's discussion we do think that it's kind of a a nice reminder for folks we do know that a lot of people out there are really struggling at the moment with the thought of going back to band practice but i would like to tell you just go be there if you can if you can get to practice brilliant you know we do understand there are a lot of life issues that will pull people away from practice and ban things like that and such so definitely if you can't be there for you know your own family reasons work reasons or your own health reasons for that matter then of course we don't expect you to go but yes if you can be there be there and before you know it, you'll fall in love with the music again. And yeah, you'll just be itching to get back on the grass again. Just like ourselves here in the Big Ram Show. We can't wait. <laughs> We're really looking forward to the upcoming events here in Northern Ireland and in the UK in general. And uh, man, see next season. 2022 is going to be insane. 
oh, I can't tell you just how excited I am for 2022, man. That season's just going to be absolutely mental. Really looking forward to it. And of course, we will talk about that on future Big Rab Show podcasts, our excitement for this incoming 2022 and the hope of a new competitive season. Yeah. So with that in mind, please tick our list with a pinch of salt. Every personality is different, of course, and musical ability also counts for a lot as well. So, yeah, if you have any suggestions for our big question that we're posing to all of you guys, and we'll wait a couple of weeks till we get some answers in. Uh, but, yeah, what makes a good pipe major? As a band member, what are you looking for in a pipe major? Also, for snare drummers, we want to know your opinions of what makes a good lead tipper. Indeed. So, get your emails into us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That email address again for any of your thoughts on this week's topic of the week, or any subject for that matter. Again, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, again, don't forget, you can send us in your weekly drones as well, which is thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. So if you do want to comment on anything we've talked about on this week's show, or any other show for that matter, that's where you can do it completely anonymously yep there are no names no identifying factors of course uh, the only thing we will edit is swearing or anything that's accusational in nature so there you are <laughs> so send us in your weekly drones and that'll come to a future podcast where we'll talk about what makes the perfect pipe major and what makes the perfect lead tipper indeed well guys i have to say a huge thank you for tuning into this week's podcast and for downloading this week and for each and every week we really appreciate absolutely every download and if you can please do subscribe or hit that follow button no matter where you're listening to us right now because then each week you'll get a notification to let you know that i have uploaded another one now i have to give a shout to the big rab show team who this past week have been really quite furiously working hard behind the scenes for our upcoming event the beer tent it's been quite mad this week, so shout out to the Big Rab Show team. Also, yeah, if you do want to uh, help support the show, you can, of course, on Patreon, uh, because there's going to be a whole load of content going up there on Patreon in the next few weeks uh, where you guys can go and enjoy that. So, yeah, be part of the Patreon faithful, help support the show, and get your hands on loads of extra content. And, in fact, we've got so much coming your way. Uh, over the next few weeks, the next few months, actually, on Patreon, there's never been a better time to sign up. So, <clears throat> trust me, you're going to want to be signed up on Patreon. All right? There's a lot of great treats coming your way. Alrighty, A lot of great piping and drumming action over there. Very excited to bring that over there. There you go. So, shout out to your Patreon faithful and shout out to you guys for downloading this week and each and every week. Don't forget you can catch us live on Fuse FM Balamoney every week, every Tuesday at 7pm here in the UK on Fuse FM Balamoney. And of course we will be back next week for another Big Rab Show podcast. So, yes, we will see you all next week. Until then, take care, stay safe, all the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, 
We'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.